0: Hi, everyone. Pastor Mark here. Uh, great to have you join with us today. I'm so excited today that here we are um, on our first Sunday back in the building as we open MKCC up on Sundays. Uh, I'm excited. I trust you are. And I look forward to great days ahead as we gently move forward um, as we are allowed just to continue to progress through this season. You know, just some good news, um, in our All In um, journey, many of you will know um, each year we have a vision campaign called All In, where we give to accelerate the vision every year over the next 12 months, and I just want to just say, you know, thank you so much to all of you who have given faithfully during the past 12 months, and, um, you know, especially thinking about the COVID-19 season, you've continued it continued and chosen to give so faithfully, and I am humbled by that. Also, I am, you know, excited about your generosity as we give continuously to the work of the Lord. You know, last year, we asked uh, our church for £160,000 towards that vision fund. And uh, that was to reach out into uh, our world, into the local community, and uh, into our own local situation here. And now, I'm sure you would like to know how we've done right. So I'm going to tell you. So maybe at home, wherever you are, a little drum roll. Here we go. Well, currently we have raised 152,564 pounds. Let me say that again, 152,564 pounds, and we still have four weeks to go. So I think we're going to hit there. And, uh, you know, friends, I, I just, I'm so excited to be able to say that that means that we can fully fund our Projects around the world through Light Force International that you know we are in Uganda, in India, and Albania. It means that we can fully fund uh, the development of all our Four Milton Keynes initiatives and projects that we have committed to. It also means that we can fund the building of a sensory suite here on the grounds of MKCC, which is going to serve our Tiny Steps Day Nursery. It's going to work with our Discovery Kids and it's also going to reach out into our own local community on a wider scale. And we give all the glory and all the praise to our God. So thanks so much, guys. You and I are making a difference as we continue our journey with the work of the Lord. So thanks once again. You know, next week we are going to be uh, beginning to talk about the vision of All In for the next 12 months. Because we believe that vision is something that lights our eyes. It's vision is somewhere we want to look forward to a, a, a achieving of all that God has birthed and given to us, uh, that vision to impact more and more people for Christ. And so we're going to be sharing that a little bit more with you as we launch a new series called Limitless. And I look forward to all that God has in store for us in the future. We're all on this journey called life, and we all have questions. Questions about the meaning of life, questions about purpose and why I exist, questions about the future, questions about faith, questions about God, questions about who Jesus is. You know, at this time as we navigate this pandemic and look towards moving towards what is called a new normal... You can be sure that these questions are being asked maybe a little bit more frequently at this time. And many people are fearful, maybe even anxious about the future, and they are looking for hope. Today I want to kind of remind us all about the opportunity that we have to invite people in our community, in our families, and our friends to an Alpha course, an online Alpha course. And God wants us to connect with people in our lives who don't know Jesus. That's what I know he wants us to do. You know, over the past, millions of people around the world have attended an Alpha course. And it has been translated into 112 different languages. Alpha has been run in churches, homes, schools, schools, Colleges, universities, in workplaces. It's been uh, run in the armed forces, in prisons. And now, through the incredible power of modern technology, we're able to invite people to join us online. Isn't that incredible? What an incredible opportunity. And so many lives have been transformed around the world as they explored the reality of who Jesus is. Now, in March you know, earlier this year, right in the midst of, you know, the pandemic and lockdown, we actually launched an alpha course and we had 90 people sign up for that course. That's incredible, isn't it? Well, out of the 90, 65 people showed up on the night, and that was just an incredible experience just to see faces of people, um, you know, on Zoom, and, and out of those 65 people, 55 people journeyed with us over that 12-week course, and I really know that God impacted their lives. We have had some stories, and people have sent just little quotes in about how the, that impacted their own lives, Now, I really believe that Alpha offers us a great opportunity as a church to reach more and more people in a really good, friendly, and safe environment. And a great place where people can connect and make friendships. They can connect with other people. and and it is, you know, a course that runs on Zoom, easy to attend, um, just from the comfort of their own homes, and uh, that's a great opportunity via Zoom over 12 weeks, and it starts again on Monday, the 14th of September at 7 p.m., and I'm really excited about that. It's going to be great, and we'll grab a coffee, we do a, a quick welcome, and we all watch a short talk together for about 20 minutes, and then we group back together go into a smaller group breakdown and we discuss what we have I've just seen and and people comment and and chip in and we're allowed to share opinions and thoughts around certain things it's just a great environment to be in now I'm going to be inviting some friends to come along to that and I want to encourage you to do the same I'm also looking forward to making some new friends uh, on that course. And I want you to seriously consider being a part of this and joining me. I believe that together we can see more and more lives transformed. Can I hear an amen? Now, church, MKCC, I want to encourage all of us as Christians this morning to see that in the midst of this season, where fears and concerns and anxieties are many, perhaps in the people that you know, In their lives, we have this great opportunity to reach out to them and to bring them to Jesus where hope is found. God calls us to be his ambassadors, doesn't he? Tells us that in the Bible. Jesus said, I'm going to call you to be my co-workers. We're part of his team. And he empowers us to be his witness. In other words, we're not left to do it by ourselves. But God is with us. He empowers us to to fulfill his mission, to tell people about Jesus. Now, Jesus once said this, The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. The problem is not prayerlessness. The problem is not the devil. The problem seems to be a lack of workers. Now, that's why Jesus said, open your eyes and look. When was the last time you prayed that prayer? Open your eyes and look and see the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Now today I want to encourage you to think about the people in your life. The people in your life that don't know Jesus. The people may be far away from God. And God would say, open your eyes and begin to see that's a harvest field those people who don't know Jesus, you can stop and think about, why has God put these people in my life? Why has he placed me in my workplace or the place where I travel every day and meet the same kinds of people? Why has God placed me in this place of recreation, a a gym or a football club or a, a place you frequent regularly where you meet the same kinds of people? Why has he done that? And ask God, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? And pray. And I believe that God will open your eyes to see that that's your harvest field. That's your mission field. You know, I personally am often overwhelmed by the size of the task of sharing the love of God with the world. It's huge. I don't know about you, but I've often sat on an airplane and looked out of those windows and looked at the tiny houses below and thought, how, God, are you going to reach every single person in that house, in that home. Every single person who's important to you, you want a relationship with you. How are we going to do it? How's your church going to do it? And time and time again, I come back to the same conclusion. It's by our relational connections. By our relational connections, friends and family members, work colleagues, other regular connections, as I've said, like a shop you frequent regularly, a garage you know, where you go regularly. A hairdresser that you meet on a consistent basis. That person the—you know who welcomes you into a gymnasium or a football club. The list is endless, right? And why do I say that? What's important about recognizing that these connections are important? Why? Because God is a relational God, friends. He's a relational God. He wants a relationship with us And he works relationally through us. Let me say that again. God is a relational God. And he wants a relationship with us. And then he works relationally through us. So it is God who connects us to others every day. And every connection is significant, folks. Every connection is significant, looking through the eyes of God. Every connection is important to him, and and it should be important to us. And let's pray, God, open my eyes, and may I see that harvest field. And this, friends, I really do believe this is the place where God calls us to be his ambassadors in your world of connections, In my world of connections, this is where we to be his ambassadors. So today, I want us to think more about the connections that we have in our lives, in your life. The people who don't know Jesus, because God wants every Christian involved in reaching the world by them reaching their world. Let me say that one again. God wants every Christian involved in reaching the world by them reaching their world. By you reaching your world world. I I want us to think about all the connections that we have with people in our lives right now. The people in our lives who don't know Jesus, or maybe they're just lost or uh, confused or just are looking for hope. Think about all those connections. That's your mission field. That's your mission field. You know, folks, the times have certainly changed at the moment, right? But our vision as Christ' Church has not changed. Let's not forget we are bringing people to Jesus. That's the whole point. Now, a guy in the Bible I have always admired, is a disciple, one of the 12, called Andrew. Now Andrew was never known as a great preacher. He was never known as a, a great teacher. He was never known as a scholar. Um, And, you know, he was never even used by God to write any of the scriptures at all. It seems to me that he was just an ordinary guy, and he's kind of less well-known than some of the other disciples, right? That's who he is. But Andrew, just this ordinary guy, meets Jesus, and his life is transformed and becomes, you know, a part of God's plan to bring other people Uh, to Jesus, And, and he becomes involved in that. Now, let's have a look. How did Andrew meet Jesus? How did that happen? Let me read a scripture from John's Gospel, chapter 1, verse 35 to 40. It says this. The next day, John was there again with two of his disciples. When he saw Jesus passing by, he said, look, the Lamb of God. Then the two disciples heard him say this, They followed Jesus. Turning around, Jesus saw them following and asked, What do you want? They said, Rabbi, which means teacher, where are you staying? Come, he replied, and you will see. So they went and saw where Jesus was staying, and they spent the day with him. It was about four in the afternoon. Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, was one of the two who heard what John had said and who had followed Jesus. What a great story that is. But it shows us straight away how Andrew met Jesus. And he met Jesus through the witness of his associate and friend, John the Baptist. Andrew heard John the Baptist say something so powerful one day when he said, look... Look at Jesus, this guy over there, he's the Lamb of God. Now, this was redemptive language. Jews were familiar with finding and offering a spotless, blameless lamb to be sacrificed to cover their sin. They were aware of that. However, John the Baptist declares that Jesus is God's Lamb. This is God's provision, Jehovah-Jireh. His provision of a Savior, the Messiah. And he knew that Jesus would now take away, not just cover, but take away the sins of the world. That's what John knew as he saw Jesus and spoke those words. And now I don't know what John felt, but uh, losing a couple of disciples straight away with Jesus, you know, might give his confidence a knock, right? But not... Not when John knew who he was. We can see so clearly that God used a relational approach using John the Baptist to reach Andrew. John led Andrew to Jesus to recognize who he was, to look at him, to follow him. Now, listen to this, folks. It has been said that 80% of people who become Christians are brought to Jesus by a friend. Wow, isn't that incredible? By a friend. God uses, you see, relationships to bring people into relationship with Jesus. That's how he does it. Now, after Andrew met Jesus, the Bible tells us this. The first thing Andrew did was to find his brother Simon and tell him, We have found the Messiah. That is the Christ. And he brought him to Jesus. Let me make a few comments about that just small, short verse. Note the words, the first thing Andrew did. In other words, it became a priority. What he had just encountered, how he just spent the day with Jesus, the words that he heard, the transformation that took place in his life as he looked at Jesus, as he spent time with Jesus, the priority was now to shift, to share that with someone else. And so he goes out to find his brother, okay, to find his brother. That's his brother who is the closest person to him. He knows that the closest person to him probably is, is interested, right, and open to God. And maybe they had talked about Jesus and the Messiah, you know, certainly as they grew up as boys in the Jewish faith. And I'm sure that they had asked questions about life and faith. With the closest people, we can do that. We know where they're at. We can gauge where they're at. And so what we find Andrew doing then is the first thing he does as priority is to go and find his brother and tell him that he's found the Messiah. I found the Messiah, this Jesus. You never guess what John the Baptist said about this Jesus. He says that Jesus is God's Lamb. He's the Messiah, this promised one, the Savior, who will take away the sin of the world. Something happens, I'm sure, in Simon Peter's heart at this moment in time and thinking, wow, his interest is stirred, his heart is stirred. And he wants to inquire, he becomes even more curious just who he is. Now, I love the next bit because it says this, that Andrew brought him to Jesus. In other words, he didn't just leave him with the information or leave him just wondering. He goes out of his way to bring him to Jesus Friends, this was an intentional decision by Andrew to bring Simon Peter to Jesus. And I suggest it should be an intentional decision for all of us to bring those who are closest to us to Jesus, to do the same kind of thing. Andrew is just a legend to me, and this is what he does. You know, Andrew, it's just referred to as Simon Peter's brother in this text. You know, but it was Andrew who brought Peter, this great apostle that we know, used powerfully by God. It was, it was him who was brought to Jesus by Andrew, this ordinary guy. See, you never know what God's going to do in the lives of the people that we invite on this journey, through life, to connect to Jesus. You never know what's going to happen in the life of somebody when you introduce them to Jesus. And I want you to get that picture in your heart today what are some of the lessons that we learn from that well God uses ordinary people in extraordinary ways right that's Andrew he did it in Andrew's life he can do it in your life the second thing is that sharing the truth about Jesus with people who are closest to you is important friends is important and it's part of God's plan to reach the world with his love And the third thing is that everybody can do what Andrew did. God's not asking us to do something impossible. He's asking us to do something very simple. Is go to the closest and tell them about me. Invite them to know me. So I want to encourage you today as Christians here at MKCC... I want us to consider reprioritizing the sharing of our faith with those connections in our life that God has brought close to us. Come on, church. This isn't rocket science. We can all do this, and we can do this together. Look at those people. So just in application today, I'd like us to identify the connections in our life. Maybe you can just make a short list of three or maybe five people that are closest to you who don't know Jesus and pray for them regularly. Amen. The second thing you can do is intentionally connect with them regularly. Go after them regularly. When it maybe it's a call, maybe it's a you know a visit, maybe it's a social media contact, maybe it's via email, but let's reach out. To these people on a regular basis and if you've got people in the same home then you're already winning right there if they're in the same home as you right and lastly if you want to be part of the alpha team on this next trip round get in touch with me quickly and and I'd love to have you be a part of that so friends just as I close today in challenging you with that short application. I want us to to pray that God would use the Alpha Course to reach more and more people at this time. Would you do that? So Jesus, today, would you take our lives, take the connections in our lives, and I pray that you would give us courage and boldness to reach out to others in our lives that you have brought along our path as we journey through life who in this moment are looking for hope, who who are searching for something. And I pray that you would use us to reach out to them and invite them, maybe at this time, to join us here at MKCC on an Alpha course on the 14th of September, in Jesus' name. Come on, friends. Together, we can do this.